0: Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata.
1: the Spooksters, the Parastalkers, the lurkers, the Darksiders, and much love and spookiness to all of you out there from the Exor Sisters <laughs> love uh, it. I of love the it. Crazy Aunties, yeah. Anne and
2: Renata. Good evening, everyone, and good evening to all of those that are watching live right now uh, via the Anne and Renata Facebook page, the frightfully Good Facebook page. We will be leaving you at quarter past eight, as we always do, and encouraging you to come on and listen to the rest of the Show live, which we do expect that you do do. But thank you all for being here right now live and watching our gorgeous faces oh, talking to faces? you. Well, you can see part of
1: my face yes, anyway. Yeah, you've got to dodge around that that over that's there. Yep. But I would also want to give a big shout out to all the haters that are watching. We love that you hate <laughs> us because you inspire us. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> we always try harder. Uh, we're having a little bit of a cackle at the moment because uh, there's been some that have bought a whole hell of a lot of likes or um, subscribers at the moment. And And uh, yeah, it's quite funny because um, the number doesn't actually change Mm. in the the heading. Blah, 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 de, blah, de, blah de. Anyway, I'll just yes. retract my claws. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, look, we've got some great, we've got the um Paranormal Trash and Treasure is back. We've got a um, uh, a um doll that's possessed by an evil entity. And you've got a story on? Oh, a pub. A pub.
2: A pub, a pub. I'm going to talk about a pub. And uh, I did find an extra bit of information about um, our Greenwich Village um, uh,
1: brownstone that oh, we did. Yeah. The brownstone. The the haunted brownstone. And I've I've got a story on the Ukrainian versus the Russian witches, which Renata doesn't know about. I am so
2: so. hanging out for that story. It'll
1: be good. It'll be good. So we will be entertaining you till 10 p.m. tonight. But right now, Renata's got what's in the news on the paranormal.
2: Yes. So this is just current. It uh, appeared in um, Seven, actually, Seven News. Ooh. Seven.com, sevennews.com. And uh, the headline says, Pub manager claims to capture the ghost of a thirsty punter at their haunted bar. Now, a pub boss claims to have captured the ghost of a thirsty punter sliding a pint glass across their haunted bar. Oh. Workers were cleaning Pine Tavern Restaurant. They do have a video of this, too, so I might post it later on. Yeah, after you should. Done. Um, in Bend, Oregon, U.S., after closing time when one was overcome by a chill and a feeling he wasn't alone. I've got a feeling. Eerie CCTV footage shows the bartender clearing the counter when a half-full pint glass moves a few inches. Then when he turns his back, it quickly slides even further. The pub manager who refused to be named says he, he's got his picture up I know, there, I know. They're, gonna say they're in the video. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, clearing the. Ca- oh, where am I? <laughs> the, pub, the, the pub manager who refused to be named says he used to mock claims the restaurant was haunted, but now admits the video looks so unnatural it's made him believe there's the presence of an old regular wanting a beer. The clip shot at 10pm on March the 29th has been posted to the 86-year-old establishment's Facebook page and it's since been viewed almost 200,000 times. Oh, I wish we could get a clip like that. Well... I mean, we, I've got a little one from where from the shop that I work at. Oh, you we do too. We might post that and see yeah. what happens. We'll get at least three people. Yeah. <laughs> However, sceptics have accused the venue of faking the haunting in a bid to drum up business. Mm. The pub manager said, when I first saw it, I thought it was just so unnatural. The glass moved so quickly. There was no earthquake or someone moving a giant truck down the road. It was late at night. There might have been some condensation on the bar, but nothing that would make it fly like that. So sometimes when there's water on a stainless steel top, some of the bars have stainless steel tops, Mm -hmm. and you put a glass on top of that, it kind of has a little bit of an air pocket underneath and sometimes the glass can slide a little bit.
1: And if the temperature changes, then you've got your expansion contraction, Mm. uh, hot air rises, all that sort of stuff, and it can cause the glass to slide.
2: Yeah. But when the barman told me he felt as if something was in the bar, uh, it, was, it wasn't only me, um, but it was only me and I was upstairs. So when we checked the footage, he immediately realised that's what felt. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, I, I shall what? carry on. Felt. I, someone, <laughs> s- someone needs to um, check there. Someone needs to read through yep. it before they do it live on <laughs> air. I, be- <laughs> I believe in the paranormal more than I did before. I used to mock people when they all oh, mock. Mm, oh, mock synthetic cream? <laughs> <or people. laughs> We've a said, video on that. <laughs> maybe it's just the ghost of the Pine Tavern, but maybe it is. It's a super old restaurant and I'm starting to believe that there is a presence. Maybe it was one of the original owners or a really drunk old regular who wants a beer. We've had ghost hunters calling to hunt down the ghost. Two paranormal teams are wanting to investigate. Oh, they'll be lining up now. It's been a real mixed reaction. People think we're trying to trick people and other people believe it. People can decide what they want. The manager says one colleague has even planted a flower-filled vase on the spot that the glass moved to calm the ghost down. Oh, calm the farm, ghosts. Ah, The pine tavern claims to be the oldest. Restaurant in Bend, and was established to feed nearby loggers in 1936. I've been
1: to Bend. You you went? You've I have. There? When I was yeah. in America, because we were tracking down you went round the Bend. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we, were, <laughs> we were tracking down the locations of where they filmed uh, Twin Peaks, uh-huh. and I think it actually ended up being where they filmed Northern Exposure. It got it confused. Mm. So I'm pretty sure I've been there. Oh. oh. Yeah, anyway. So it's thought
2: the ghosts of previous owners haunt the building and both staff and customers have felt the presence of something supernatural while inside. <laughs> Their Facebook post hails its footage as the first time they've captured paranormal activity. The Pine Taverns post said, If this doesn't give you the heebie-jeebies, I don't know what will. That's a technical term, people, heebie-jeebies. Oh, no. Tonight, after closing our ba- bartender setting... bells. <laughs> a chill when he was cleaning up and swear something was in the bar with him. We had to check the footage. Pine Tavern has a long history of ghost law. But this is... Yeah, and then the sentence doesn't end. Anyway... (laughs) This,
0: this is, is so beyond
2: bad. belief. Oh my God, this is so awesome. I love it, one person commented. The ghost wanted a drinkity drink. Lol. Oh God. God, who's writing this stuff?
1: It's baby talk. I well, it's work, not somebody that can finish sentences for starters.
2: <laughs> I work in a bar as a server and we always drop our empty bar glasses on one rectangle mat at the bar for them to put in the dishwasher. This is trippy. Uh, however, not all viewers were convinced. I'm not convinced. (laughs) This is bad. Oh, one former employee commented. I worked there, heard ghost stories. If you actually pay attention to the video, it looks as if the bartender has a remote. Randomly, the glasses are the only ones at the bar in the only marked rectangle. Oh, come on,
0: guys. Oh, we
1: get this with Isaac's videos. People say they've got remotes in their pocket and they've put machinery behind stuff. Oh, we just we're not that clever. And look, we
2: actually. Got um, we we got oh, accused, we of <laughs> <laughs> <We're being laughs> accused of being the antichrist. We've been accused of being the antichrist. No servants
1: terrible. of the antichrist. I oh, no, right. they said we were the antichrist. I'm pretty sure. No, it was it was servants of the. I'm antichrist. I'm going to have to look for it now and find it because that was such a good good review. <laughs> I'm going to put well, that in yeah. my my um, CV. Sure, so. <laughs> I'm
2: a servant of the Antichrist. (laughs) Um, Two more sentences. Bear with me. The Pine Tavern replied, I assure you, we don't have glasses with a remote control. Who would bother, honestly? And another said, since it slid at six seconds, then again at 12 seconds, yes, condensation would be the reason. If not, then oh, well, that's cool, I guess.
1: Oh, please. (laughs) But look, we are guilty of this as well, that we get very suspicious of anything that we see because we're not there. How can can we how can we say yes that's real or no that's fake and and we've got to admit there are people that will do things to get views. Yes, but I I encountered something last week
2: where I work at Witch and Willow yes. at Warners Bay. Yes. I left the shop, closed the door, everything was fine. I came in the next day and lo and behold, all these cards from one spot, were on the floor, mm-hmm. and I rang the owner, Kelly, and I said, Kelly, have the fairies been playing? Because <laughs> Did you just say
1: the F word? I know,
2: because she says she comes into the shop all the time and there are things strewn everywhere, and so I said, could you check the CCTV camera and just check and see whether you can spot anything? Yeah. And she sent me the clip. She sent me two clips from two different directions. Yeah. And... Nothing's going on. And then all of a sudden, this is happening, I think, 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. or something at night. All of a sudden, just this one row of cards flicks up over and lands on the floor. Mm. And you go, there is no possibility in any way, shape or form that can happen naturally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I came up with a, s- a few suggestions which all fell flat on their face because I said, well, if it was in the morning when the sun's rising, it could be like the change with the, the heating up of the air and the cool air sinking and the hot air rising. And it could have, but it turned out it was and like 8.30 at night. I said, shut your face, shut <laughs> your face. This is a real thing. I, I have found the, the, oh, the review okay. from Isaac's thing. Right. Um, this is from Bernard. The paranormal grannies are agents of the Antichrist. Oh, agents, We agents. are agents of the Antichrist. <laughs> they attempted to make Isaac say the Lord's Prayer backwards in the previous ghost hunting video. It was actually three ago, but that's okay. Mm. And now they're telling this young girl to get rid of her Jesus and Mary pictures. FFS, be careful, Isaac. Otherwise, I thoroughly enjoyed the video. <laughs> I love that end comment. That that kind of just makes it gold. Yeah, and yeah. I I don't think he actually listened to what no. we were doing. No, no, no. Because mm. we were saying that yeah, you know, if you if, this is Satan's tunnel allegedly, if we want to try and get some sort of activity, we've got to okay. do something that would, you know, bring them in. Okay, I'm glad you're clarifying that that wasn't that Satan, where Satan's tunnel is. <laughs>
2: God. And uh, look, if anyone wants a T-shirt that says um, "Agents of the
1: Antichrist," just put "Yes." <laughs> New merch coming. Anne and Renata, Agents <laughs> of the Antichrist. Oh, oh! We need a band. We need a band. All right, I think we need to go to a song. Yeah, we'll head off to a song, and then we'll come back after that with my story on the uh, witches. <gasps> oh, wait! Spooky Sundays with Anne and
0: Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio.
1: Witches of Russia versus the Witches of the Ukraine. We're back in studio with Anne and Renata on Spooky Sundays. Now, don't forget, if you would like to advertise during our program, please contact Newcastle Live and have a chat to them because I'm sure our listeners would love to hear what you've got to offer. Oh, how did you like that, Renata? A oh, bit, of, bit of improv there? Very sexy. I know. Now... I've been reading my magazines again and you know what my favourite magazine is, don't you? Mm. It's not the Woman's Weekly or the Woman's Monthly now. Um, this is for 10 Times and this article actually appeared in the Times.com in March 2022. So this ah. is fairly recent and it's about um, the witches of Russia who decided to come together and perform a ritual um, to help Putin. Right. And, of course, the Ukraine run, um, witches had to yeah. step up and counter it. But let me read you this story. Oh, please do. Um, and I, I've got a little bit of discussion on it because um, I think it may backfire on them. Anyway, some believe that Germany's failure to invade Britain during the Second World War was due to the inf- intervention of Britain's magic... Practitioners organised by Dion Fortune. Yes. All right. So yep. they put up a big bubble of protection so that nothing was going to happen to them. They stood on the hills. Yep, yep, and uh, held them back. So good on you. Whether or not that was the case, witches on both sides of the Ukraine war have now mobilised to support their countries. In what seems more like a media stunt than an actual magical working, Mm, I don't know. Witches can get pretty serious about this stuff. they can get angry, I tell you that. (laughs) I still remember them all sitting outside of Trump's tower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this was uh, on the 12th of March, the Great Witches of Russia held a general council in support of Vladimir Putin. This involved more than 100 witches gathering in Moscow and carrying out a 20-minute ritual to boost Putin and Russia, was filmed by Russian TV. Presided over by Alonia Poland, who was described as Russia's leading witch. Oh, bit of ego there. The participants dressed in matching dark hooded robes decorated with birds of prey. <laughs> well, they got dead birds on their mm. head. Mm. Stood in a circle, like she looked at it, it was a square, but you know, whatever. Uh, around a shawl with a portrait of Putin and a lit candle on it. Oh, did the candle fall over and burn his face? Oh, it would have been good if it caught fire oh. to the shawl and all went, woo! Anyway, uh, Poland led with a, uh, just say say P-O-L-I-N, not Poland. Yes, please please classify that well. Um, Thank you. uh, The Polin uh, led with a repeated chant of, let the great strength of Russia manifest itself. Oh, you do (laughs) do that. so well. To which the witches and a few wizards responded, indeed. Um, Then they went on to curse Russia's enemies with Polin chanting, those who pretend to who pass through our midst, those who have decided to leave us, those who lie in everything they say forever and ever, those enemies will be cursed. I think I've just gone into, um, uh, I don't know what, Ge- what country that you was. Went a bit to? A German. I think Steve's <laughs> cursed me with his uh interpretations last night. Um, the assembled covens responded theatrically, crying, Cursed! Cursed! explained the reason for the ritual saying that whoever is in power is a kind of absorbent tissue. (laughs) What? Who takes in everything that lives in the people and in the country and there cannot be a negative president. We have done our rituals in the time and in the proportions that are needed at the moment with the aim of improving the lives of people in the world through Russia's commitment. Now... She, What they've said in those words, those who pretend to pass through our midst, those who've decided to leave us, those who lie in everything, they say forever and never these enemies will be cursed. So she's talking about, you know, the the people who are being false. Mm-hmm. It's Putin that's being false. So I reckon this is going to backfire because they're saying they're putting the curse on the people who are being false. So I reckon they're going to cop it. I like that. Um, Interviewed about her actions, a participant named only as Aphrodite said... (laughs) <laughs> In everything as a citizen of Russia, I have no right to question the decisions of those who govern us. I always agree with those above us. Well, I can't say anything else, can they? <sighs> They'd be taken off to goo-wag. Uh Not to be outdone, the witches of Ukraine set out to hold a three-step ritual to punish and oust Putin, putting out a call to all witches saying on March 31st on the 29th Lunar day, the day of corruption and curses, we, the witches of Ukraine, in collaboration with foreign partners, will perform a ritual of punishing the enemy of the Ukrainian people, Vladimir Putin. The first part of the ritual was to be held at Ukraine's Palace of Power, which is apparently the Bald Mountain near Kiev. Oh, it's a Bald Mountain.
2: You know what happens there? It's cold. there's a bit more than that. Oh, is there? What? Well, it's one of the epic spots where the um, Slavic witches (gasps) hold court. Oh, it's a
1: place of power. Uh mm I've got goosebumps now. Uh Um, So the second part was to take place in an unspecified Slavic country where foreign witches would participate. The final part would involve creating a stone sack. <laughs> no, no,
2: not going there. No, okay, no, 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 no. Fruits
1: in a stocking. No, nope. uh, for Putin, that is intended to result in him facing isolation, ousting from power and loss of support from the inner circle. A statement on Instagram from the Kiev Magic Shop, is Cauldron. Oh we, sh- oh, we need to go we- there. No, we- <laughs> Can we hurry up and finish this wall? We need to visit that place. Yeah. Which was, uh, Organising Ritual said, Our right has been developed by a team of serious practitioners from day one. We are ready. We did a lot of preparatory work breaking through the defences of our enemies, carefully planning and selecting rituals. Judging by the progress of the war since the 31st of March, it would seem that Ukrainian witches currently have the upper hand. So they were doing well. There's yeah. a little bit of a setback set back today, so they need to brush up on their spells again, yeah, yeah. feed some more energy into yeah, it. The, yeah, the thing about this is that you need to keep, you know, stoking the fire.
2: You That's do. You thing. can't
1: just sit and forget. That's right. You've got to go and stroke the uh, stone sack of poo <laughs> just, I'll just cup it in your hand and think. Oh, I'm going to put some more energy into no, the stone sackapoot. <laughs> oh, I could say so much, but I'm not. Just, I'll just put my foot in it. Oh no, please do. You know how much I like it when you uh, put your foot in it. Um, do I have well, time for a quick one? It, I mean. Oh, oh. <laughs> Me? Oh well, there was another little good story oh. there about the Russians. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this is about a relic file. Now, remember, we on uh, uh, what show were we on Friday morning? Spirit Realm Network. We did the show of the curse of the <laughs> the, the mummy oh, yes. and the Titanic taken yeah, down. Yes, the, yes, yeah, yes. right. Okay. Now, um, this is when Ukrainian Ukraine managed to sink the Russian Black Sea fleet flagship, the Moskva. They may also have consigned a fragment of the True Cross to the deep. Oh, really? Yes, in February. 2020, a statement from the Russian Orthodox Church announced that the Holy Rec- Relic has been presented to the commander of the Black Sea Fleet Vice Admiral Igor Osipov, and would be delivered to the ship shortly. Sergei Kaluta, Arch. Priest of the Russian Orthodox Church, Sevastopol District. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell! Said the relic, a tiny fragment of wood, just millimeters long, mounted oh, in a nineteenth-century metal cross. Could have been anything. I know. Encased in a reliquary was to be transferred at the request of its owner by an anonymous collector. It is not known, though, if the relic was taken on board the mosque, Mos. Moskva and the Russian embassy in London did not respond to a request for clarification. The ship was hit by a Ukrainian missile, which caused its ammunition store to explode and set it on fire. It later sank in rough seas while being towed back to port. The last sentence is what sold it to me. So the relic was clearly ineffective as protection. Oh no! Ouch! They they use their outside voice. (laughs) Oh. I was thinking it the whole way through and I got to that last sentence and I went, ooh. Oh, dear. See,
2: all relics aren't the same. Oh,
1: yeah, it must have been a fake one. That's all, all I can say. relics are not equal. Because if it was a true relic of the cross, that it, ship would not have been no, sunk.
0: absolutely not.
1: Absolutely <laughs> not.
0: You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle
1: Live Radio. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, oh, it's now time for Spooky Chat. And uh, thank you to all those people who have messaged through so far. And we've got a few shout outs to, to give out tonight so far. Uh, Maxine, I want to say congratulations to you and Mark on your wedding anniversary. Married for 22 years. That's no mean feat, I tell you. No. To hang out that long with the same person. I'm... I'm Oh, I was trying to work out how long I've been married this year and I think I worked out it was um thirty five years. Mm. I got married when I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe earlier. (laughs) Uh, Before you were born, even. (laughs) Uh, And hello to Catherine. Hello to Karen. She's looking forward to another fabulous show tonight. And one of our beautiful followers, Bronwyn. Bronwyn Perryman, we
2: heard you are not well, gorgeous lady. We know you're always listening. uh,
1: And we send you our love and we hope that you get well very, very soon. And if everyone can just think of the name Bronwyn and send her some healing energy, right now, that would be fabulous. Now we've got here Jules. Hello, Jules. Thank you. She said, I'm here and I'm loving the show as I always do. Just wondering if you think spirits can make a television come on. The TV turned on when it was my birthday Monday morning and I think it was my beautiful mama.
2: Oh, I think it was your beautiful mama too. I think that's awesome. Now if and this is the thing, if you experience something that is just one of those things just out of the blue and it hasn't happened for like
1: It doesn't normally happen
2: or it doesn't normally happen or has never happened then especially on a a special day when it's your birthday it's got to be something awesome just for you yeah
1: so take it yeah and look the we we have EMF meters we have devices that um, look for changes in environmental conditions uh, because the whole thought is that spirit is supposed to be able to manipulate these electromagnetic fields and TVs and radios yeah. and and that sort of thing and we quite often hear stories about radios that aren't plugged in being switched on and a song that is meaningful to them being mm-hmm. played Mm -hmm. So why not? And
2: um, I think you're getting a lot of new gear coming to Australia very, very
1: soon. I've seen GoStop actually advertising a lot of really sexy stuff coming through. They've got some really good stuff coming in. And um, I'm just waiting on the DAS order to get in with all the the REM pods because we've we've run out a bit of DAS. And this is the issue with a small business now um, because of the RONA – uh, what used to take 10 days to arrive from America now takes four to six weeks because international travel between America and Australia has not returned mm-hmm. to full, so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of uh, cargo space on planes. And um, that means I might buy $7,000 worth of equipment to come over, and that money is tied up in that aeroplane for four to six weeks, which means yeah. I can't go and buy other equipment mm-hmm. to get it in. So um, I'm oh, it's cash flow problems, it's really an issue. So... Um, Um, It's all coming in. I know there's a few uh, items that are missing in the store at the moment, but it's all coming.
2: (laughs) I'm seeing that stuff come up and I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so excited for us to start playing with that at Maitland Jail. Oh, my
1: goodness. There's one of them I want to get, but it's like $600 Australian dollars. But it looks really cool. Mm -hmm. That's the one that brings the letters up. Yes, yes. And I love that there are people out there who – are trying new things and, yes, the haters are going to hate and they'll bag them out and say they're just making money and all that sort of stuff. But they're trying. They're trying new things because we haven't got the golden key to communication mm. to the other side yet.
2: As Brene Brown says, don't whinge if you're not in the arena with your shield and sword and in the fight.
1: Yes, that's right.
2: So don't you whinge yep. about what's going on or what is out there. Sitting or, on the sidelines. Yep, sitting on the sideline like in the Coliseum. Yelling your head off!
1: It's like those people that yell at the football yep. players because they're not doing it the right mm-hmm. way because they're not on the field. Anyway, um, Lisa said that she would like the fictional band shirt, please. Mm-hmm. She would happily wear that. Hello. Agents of Antichrist. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, we've got a good evening, naughty aunties from Joe. Oh hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Um, now I'm just trying to get there. We'll just now, have... Joe is our, our lovely animal carer. Yes, yes. Yeah, she looks
2: She's after. She's our Celtic dragon. Yeah, she looks after all the animals that um uh unwell
1: and sick and people find uh, and we've got a very naughty steve oh, on hello the line. steve we had the fun most fun time coming back from uh, Sydney, Sydney ever with Steve doing all these accents and um, imitating imitating uh, gunther did anyone ever watch that show which was autopsies with gunther and he wears this gunther gunther, gunther. he wears this hat and Roman was showing me some Renata sent me a clip and I I couldn't deal with it I said this is not for me I cannot watch this <laughs> it was very gross uh, but he was like um, he's ripping us off there uh, and all
2: right. I, I tried to send Stephen a Guten Abend, yeah. which is good evening in German, and it uh, kept on turning into gluten, gluten, <laughs> gluten Abend. <laughs> That's autocorrect <laughs> on Messenger.
1: I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we've got from, uh, now who is that one as well? Robert said yes to the shirt. Mm-hmm. Um would the Devil's Alleyway be the reverse of a priest's hole? Oh, dear. I think you'd
2: have to go down the Devil's
1: Alleyway to get to the priest's hole, but never mind. We'd give it a crack. <laughs> uh, hello, Anne and Renata. What, w- I'm just wondering what is your favourite paranormal experiment? And this is from Sasha, a long-time listener. Hello, Sasha. What's your favourite paranormal experiment? I know what mine is. Oh, That's the Estes method. I yeah, just love it. Yeah. It particularly after what happened last night. That yeah. was crazy. We might talk
2: about that on the um, second half. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> I don't know because I I tend to pick up on things. Um, I do like to sit in um, dark, empty spaces on my own <laughs> and just listen. So because I need to concentrate hard to connect.
1: So you like the vigil.
2: So sometimes, yeah. It for me, it's the peace and quietness
1: of nothing else other than myself in a space. And if you could investigate any location in the world, where would it be? Oh, there's so many on my list. It's just, it's never ending. I, I'm keen to go to Waverly Hills mm-hmm. or um, the Eastern State Penitentiary mm-hmm. or somewhere in America. I want to go somewhere in America mm-hmm. and experience that. I'd love to do the Amityville House. Um. I've heard there's nothing that happens there, but I'd still like to be able to say, oh, I've investigated that. And I got nothing, which means I'm not woke and I'm sucky as a paranormal investigator, yeah. apparently. And, and we actually had the Conjuring House booked.
2: We, we were did. going to be one of the first to yeah. investigate. And Bill Chappell was coming with us. Yep. Yeah. And uh, COVID hit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so we... Bless. bless you. Not. <laughs> oh,
1: Look, we're going to have to go to a song and then we'll come back and we'll do some more chats after this. If you've got a question for us in the meantime, text it in on zero four nine zero eight four triple eight six. Even if you are listening to the Spooky Sundays podcast, you can still text in your questions and we will answer them live on the show because we, we are here in studio. The phone is here in my hand. Mm-hmm. We will get them during the week. We'll get, We'll scroll back and make sure. So um, wherever you are in the world, it's a, a plus 61404. Uh, no, I'll start that again. If you're out of Australia, plus 6149084886. If you're in Australia, it's zero, four, nine, zero, eight four triple eight six.
0: Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio.
1: You're back with Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio with your hosts, Anne and Renata.
2: Hey, did anyone watch um, or see the alignment of the planets last night?
1: There was an alignment of planets?
2: Was it last night or the night before? There was an alignment of like five planets or something. It was supposed to be spectacular and all the energies were supposed to change and, you know. Is that why I'm so wiped
1: today? There was going to be a portal, (laughs) you know, and... um, I, I've had oh, the parano what they call the para hangover from hell today, but it's fabulous because it means I have been out investigating oh, for a couple of nights in a row. Oh yes, so I don't mind. I, I, I will embrace those ones.
2: Yeah, but if anybody uh, actually went outside, and um, <laughs> who, I know who,
1: it who at- goes outside these <laughs> well, days, we do
2: because we hunt ghosts. But no, but anyway, that's indoors. <laughs> if anyone has did go outside and see the alignment of the
1: stars, let us know. Or planets? Or planets, or oh, planets I have to planets. say planets. Yeah, um, Jody. Has has a suggestion for us that it, uh, maybe it's the Agents of Antichrist and the Sisters of Satan. Oh. <laughs> mm. So the band can be the Agents of Antichrist and we can be the Sisters of Satan, the backup back singers. Backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> to to um, the devil himself, Lucy. Lucy can be on the microphone. Lucy fur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deborah Ann said that she went to a Gunther exhibition many years ago and the person that she went with never ate meat again.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's um, – look, this was on about oh, at least 10, 15 years ago yeah. and um, I remember joyously sitting and watching
1: every single episode. Apparently it was slightly awkward at occasions. Oh, it was very awkward. Because they'd very. have naked models Yes, that he would draw on with a yes. texture. Yes,
2: and you, I sent you one of those to, I, to watch. And I the first thing that happened was there was a naked lady there. A naked lady, but it was the naked men who um, – the <laughs> had little oops. (laughs) Mm, But you see, they don't think about these things the way we
1: do here in Australia. It was on SBS, so that explains a lot. Um, (laughs) Deborah N also said, great show as usual tonight, lots of laughing and singing along to the good music. Watched a new ghosty show today called Ghost Bait, where they use the client as bait to lure the spirit out and they put this rotten old sack over their head. I think it's a crock of poop. Just wondering if you've watched it and what you think about it. No, no, we have not. I haven't heard of that
2: one. Where where do you find that one? Is it like a Foxtel thing or something?
1: Well, it sounds like it might um. be a um, Amazon Prime one. Oh.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: um, we could uh, try
2: that at the jail. Yeah, and Karen just an said, "Sack on someone's head." We could. I'll find it. Oh, you know which cell? Satan's Satan's sack. No. Or the Spawn of Satan. The Spawn of Satan, okay. You know which one I'm talking about in A-Wing.
1: A-Wing. Oh. That one. It's not open. It's locked. Mm-hmm. We, might we might have, have to talk, talk to a friend about mm-hmm. that. Anyway, um Karen said, is this why she's not sleeping? Because of all the planets aligning? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I won't be, be sleeping tonight. <laughs> You've got to get up at five. Um, And, oh, Joe! she said she would investigate anywhere with Brian Cano. Oh, Brian. (laughs) Oh, now look, joe he's our mate, so, you know... um, he may come out and visit if we talk to him nicely. Mm. Um, uh, now, uh, oh, what are we getting up to here? I've, I've sort of lost track of where we're up to. Hi, Val. Thank you for texting in. Hi, Anne and Renata. Would you consider checking out the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles? Um, it's where, <coughs> sorry, serial killer Richard Ramirez stayed while he was on his spree, and that girl was found in the water tank on the roof. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, of yeah, course. We'd go. Oh, of absolutely. Course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would definitely go there, but I think um, that 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 poor young girl that was mental health issues mm-hmm. she was having some sort of psychotic break and was I think she climbed into the water tank to hide. Mm. So. Yeah,
2: because she looked like she was hiding from someone yeah. when they uh, did the video of her. Yeah, uh, uh, in the Lee lamb is that her name? Yeah,
1: poor yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, but I, I definitely would go with yeah. bells on. Uh, and we've got. Uh, hang on, there was another one that just came in. Oh, Ghostbait is on Travel Chana, Channel. Channel, uh, and uh, we want to be on Travel Channel too. Yeah, no. It's sad. So Ozzy Osbourne got there first. Mm. What's your best psychic ability? Mine would be oh, uh, I can tell bullshit from a mile off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I seem to pick up on music that uh, is significant to people from um, someone on the other side. Mm-hmm. I seem to to find songs that they go, oh yeah, that's the song I danced with my father at a wedding or something like mm-hmm. that. So that's that's my. Yeah, and I get very weird and personal stuff. You get the weirdest stuff. Really
2: weird and personal stuff.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. I, I see you in the garden. You've picked up a snail and you're eating it. Yeah, and the people are going, "Oh my God, did you just say that out loud?" <laughs> that's what I used to do, and my grandmother was forever trying to get the snails off me. Um, so that's a real personal thing yeah. that yeah. nobody else yeah. would have picked up on. Well, there were some other funny ones as well. Like um, I can see them picking up a sweatshirt and sniffing it or something like yeah, that there is
2: a lot about underwear stuff. and things <laughs>
1: Makes me wonder where you go in your head when you go know. looking for this
2: stuff. But I tell you what, if when it when it works, it's undeniable and it's it's not vague. It just is what it is. It's like the thing with the um, spaghetti that happened. Oh yes, yeah, and uh, and we all broke into the cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. And all I got was cold spaghetti. Yeah, and uh, it turned mash out potato, later on potato. that the um, lady rang up and said, yeah. Cold spaghetti makes absolute sense. My mother loved making pasta and noodles for me. We loved that as well, a meal. It was,
1: and the actual thing that she was very specific was that she had her mother had passed two weeks before and she had tried to make the special pasta yes. dish mm-hmm. that her mother had made for her and it was a complete flop and she couldn't bring herself to throw it out so she put it into the fridge and it was cold spaghetti. Yes, but her mother also used to sing Cold Spaghetti, Cold Spaghetti. So that was was too good.
0: It's time to cross back to the other side. Welcome back to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata.
2: And welcome back to Spooky Sundays with your hosts, Anne and Renata, right here in the studio in Newcastle, New South Wales.
1: And we are so lucky to be living here. Oh, we are. It's a beautiful city. It is. Um, and we want to give a little shout out to Skye as well. She ran out of credit and said she couldn't text in, but she wanted to say that she's laughing along with us and uh, really enjoying the show. But there's a big shout out we've got to do. Yes. A very sad shout out.
2: Yes. Yes, I almost broke out in tears. I oh, know. It
1: was very hard to say goodbye.
2: Yeah. Our beautiful Irish correspondent, Danielle, uh, is spending her last hours here back in her hometown of Newcastle, before she leaves to head
1: back to Ireland to her beautiful husband, to
2: her beautiful husband and, um, and daughter, and daughter,
1: and um, we already miss her. Yeah, I haven't seen her since Saturday night. Oh no. oh no, hang on, Friday night. No, I saw her Saturday morning. You saw her yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah. Oh, it's been forty-eight hours, Danielle. You can't leave. That's all right. We've, we've decided we're going back in May, so it's just under a year. We'll see her again. Yeah. It is a long time. It
2: is, but I have a story, and I need to get to it because it's it's a little bit long. I think it'll take us up to uh, the next song. And interestingly enough, this story actually happens right next door to another building that is allegedly very very haunted in Greenwich Village, New York. The House of Death. And we did a podcast on it. It's case number seventy five. Um, if you are playing along, it's. On the True Hauntings podcast, which is available on Spotify and iTunes, and um, yes, it is case number seventy-five, House of Death at Greenwich Village, and we're talking about a building there at fourteen West Tenth Street. And this one is at, I'll get to it, um, It 11 Bank Street. So it's very, very close by. So let me tell you uh, this story. In September 1956, an eminent engineer, Dr. Harvey Slayton, and his artist wife, Yeffie Kimball, purchased a four-storey red brick residential building at 11 Bank Street in New York City's Greenwich Village. The structure was around 125 years old and their plan was to renovate it and restore it to its former glory as a boarding house. When they moved into the space, it seemed perfect for them, but almost as soon as they moved in, things would get strange when they began to hear what they thought sounded like a woman's footfalls upstairs when no one was there. At first, they thought it was just their imagination or the settling of the very old building, but the footfalls would grow heavier and more insistent as the days went by, sometimes joined by what sounded like a light hammering. And it was obviously the sound of someone walking around upstairs and not just the wind or the house settling. From here, there would be a very strange case of paranormal phenomena, a restless spirit and haunted ashes. Thinking there was an intruder, they took to sitting around waiting for the footsteps, only to rush upstairs to find no one there. It seemed that the sounds happened most often in the daytime between the hours of 11 and 4pm and they also heard, they were also heard by the maid, the carpenter helping with the remodelling and friends who came over to visit but no one had a good explanation for it. Considering that Dr Slayton was a respected scientist who had worked on the Manhattan Project, he was a rational and level-headed professional who was not quick to jump to ghosts, but as the phenomena continued, he wasn't so sure. The good thing was that the sounds didn't seem to be particularly threatening, and Slayton would say of them, "'I'd call them rather friendly sounds, a wee bit spooky maybe, but somehow not frightening.'" The strange sounds continued on and remained completely unexplained. It sounds like we've got big rats in here. I know. I'm just trying
1: to do sound effects (laughs) for you. And I'm not trying to
2: be intrusive. Thank you, Anne. For a change. Thank Thank you. But as they were harmless, they learned to just sort of live with it. In February 1957, the carpenter was knocking out a ceiling with a hammer to do some repair work when along with the falling plaster and dust fell a black metal container, a bit larger than a coffee can, which thumped loudly to the floor. Okay, thank you. That's better. It was a strange thing to fall from a ceiling, so the carpenter picked it up to examine it and was surprised by what he saw. There in the on the side of the container was a weathered old label that had faded type lettering that said... What's that supposed
1: to be? He, he, I'm just trying to pull my husband's face when he's trying to read writing. He oh, can't right. see he goes, I can't see that. Now. And he screws up his face. The
2: last remains of Elizabeth Bullock, deceased, cremated January 21st, 1931, United States crematory uh, company, Queens, New York. There was also a stamp into the metal at the top corner that read 37251. The carpenter then got out a flashlight to look through the hole from where it had come, but there was nothing else there, just dust, mould and rafters. Considering the paranormal phenomena, they they had been experiencing it was a bit of a spooky find. So when he went to show the container to tell Mrs Slayton about what he had found, he jokingly said, I'm leaving the job, I've found the body. When he came home, Dr Slayton called the crematorium and verified that the remains were indeed real and that they had really belonged to 51-year-old Greenwich Village resident and Irish immigrant Elizabeth Bullock, who had died after being hit by a car in January 1931. However, the weird thing was that Bullock had never lived at 11 Bank Street, but rather 113 Ferry Street in Greenwich Village, so at the time it was a mystery as to how her remains had ended up in the ceiling there. Also rather odd was that Mrs Slayton would recall that a few weeks prior to the discovery of the ashes, a young, well-dressed man had come by looking for a room, and when she told him she didn't know when the rooms would be ready, he had given her a card with the name E.C. Bullock on it. Uh It is unknown just what relation he had to the dead woman, but considering that there was no evidence that they ever had children, it certainly was eerie. After finding the container of ashes, the Slatons decided that rather than bury them out in the yard like everyone suggested, they would keep the container on the grand piano in their living room. Immediately after the ashes were moved to their new resting spot, the disembodied footsteps and hammering stopped to leave the house in peace and quiet, as if the spirit had been appeased somehow. Interestingly, the spirit would still make appearances during parties at Surprise! the residence, opening and closing doors and stomping feet as if dancing, which was all taken as playful and friendly gesture by all present. All this was going on, as all of this was going on, the story was being picked up by the news, with the media calling the ghost of Eleven Bank Street. And this all caught the attention of the renowned paranormal investigator and ghost hunter Hans Holzer, Ah. who moved in to investigate along with a spirit medium by the name of Ethel Myers. At the Slayton residence, they held a seance, which proved to be successful when Myers claimed to have made contact with a spirit calling herself Betty. Now, we talk about this all the time, of mediums sitting down and always making a connection. Yes. Because, you know, if they don't, you're not you're the, not you suck. You, you suck <laughs> as a medium.
1: <sighs> but you are very honest about that. You you will say, I don't know whether I will make a connection or not. No. You can't guarantee it. No. So um
2: Ethel Myers went into a trance to allow the ghost to speak through her in a strong Irish brogue. The spirit claimed that she had been an Irish Catholic, disowned by her family when she married a Protestant, and that basically, when she died, her husband and family had fought over her remains. Her family wanting to give her a Catholic burial in the family plot, and Edward wanting her to have a Protestant burial. The ghost claimed that she herself had not wanted to be buried in the family plot, and so Edward had stolen her remains and brought them to a. Eleven Bank Street to hide them from the family. Oh, wow. Oh, the spirit would explain through Myers, he did want me in the family... Plot, my brother. I wasn't even married in their eyes, but I was married before God, Edward Bullock. I want a Christian burial in the shades of the cross. Any place where the cross is, but not with them. Ma never forgave me. I can never go with her and rest. I don't care much. When she's forgiven me, maybe it'll be all right. Only where there's a green tree cross. And where there's no more fighting over the bones, I want only to be set free and there should be peace. I never had anything to do with them just because I loved a man out of faith. And so they took my bones and fought over them. And then they put them up in this place and let them smolder up there so nobody could touch them. After this, her husband had passed away without even being able to do anything with the ashes, and they had been forgotten in the dark of that hiding place within the ceiling. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, It is unknown how true any of what the medium was saying was, um, but the Slayton certainly believed it, and in 1981, Elizabeth would finally get what she alleged to be her wish. The Slayton received a letter from a priest named Thomas Devereaux in Lolita, California. He'd heard about the story and um, he decided that he would give her a proper Catholic burial at St. Patrick's Lolita Table Bluff Cemetery among the other Irish Catholics. Oh,
1: perfect timing, Renata. Isn't that lovely? That was a good story. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And um, Hans Holzer yet again. Yet again. I'll have to look back into that book now and see if he's story. there. Now, just very quickly, uh, shout out to Beck! Absolutely adore you both. Spooky Sundays—one of my favourite part of the week—always gives me a much needed smile and laugh.
0: Thank you, Beck. Oh, thank you, Beck, so much. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio
1: having trouble with my red and green buttons you tonight. You are. I was worried you were having a stroke. There, you were poking <laughs> all the buttons. The phone line Yay! went on. The guest mic went on. Our announcer mic was still left on. The <laughs> guest, the other mic, my mic was left on. I'm going. No, press those. Press those. Oh Lord. We're, that's okay. <gasps> we, we got there control. in the end. It's all under control. Yeah. Um, now it's my turn. It is. It is paranormal trash or treasure time. (laughs) Dunk-dunk. And we have tonight for your visual audio pleasure because you can watch it, you can have a look on the Newcastle Live Radio uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I have got a picture up of a delightful doll and she is sitting in a little um, uh, what do you call it? A crate of some form or other? The the cot. Mm-hmm. Like a cot. Crate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Words is hard. Um, and I, I thought I took a photo of her. I'm just trying to, to get... Um, what on earth am I doing? Right there she is. She um, doesn't have a name, and she's available from Great Britain. But she's sitting in a cot. A cot. And mm-hmm. she's supposed to be made of porcelain, but she looks a little plastic mm-hmm. to me. Let me have a look. Um, I don't have the photo oh, right there. I'm okay. looking at something else at the moment on oh, there. Right. But okay. um, you're more than welcome to get it up on the Newcastle Live Radio our right. Facebook page, yes. Facebook, put my teeth in, Facebook group and have a look and let me know what you think of Renata. Mm-hmm. But she's, um, yeah, she's called Haunted Doll, Evil, Demonic, Supernatural Sisters. And it was the Supernatural Sisters that caught my eye because, you know, we consider ourselves to be Supernatural Sisters. Mm-hmm. But let me read you the description and then I will tell you afterwards how much she's going for. I remember it well, like she's naked. Yeah, she's naked too. Oh, and someone's head is right at the yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Daniela, for being there. Because yeah, yeah. yeah there, that's a, a little privacy block. shot. Okay. Um, I remember like it was yesterday. It was an extremely hot summer. Me and Ally was playing out in the back garden and all of a sudden we both felt this dark presence around us we was both used to our aunt bringing spirits home but this one made us shiver despite it being so hot now please note i i don't have bad grammar here i'm reading it as it is written Our aunt pulled up in her green car on the unmade driveway we had so you could hear her car crunching up the stones. I think English is their second language. She looked panic that we were outside and quickly came out and asked us to go further back up the garden. We always did what she asked us, even though we were desperate to see who she was bringing home. She carried out something under a large blanket, and went straight into the museum. Shawty, after the priest pulled into the driveway, and also looked on edge. Uh Hey. On edge. That sentence didn't make sense. I know, but neither did the (laughs) Shawty. So shortly, the Shawty, after the priest pulled into the driveway, and also looked on edge. Uh He also went to the museum. Oh, what if you saw the Cairo exhibition. Um, Ali and I quickly got over our need to see what was happening and carried on playing. That evening, we could hear an old lady's voice coming from the locked museum. We used to enjoy sitting outside the museum to see what we could hear. She was asking for help, asking for us to open the door. We didn't. We wouldn't dare. Ali began to breathe heavily. I could see her breath like a cold winter's morning. We went to run, but Ali couldn't move. Something had hold of her. I screamed ah! and told her to let her go. Let her go, let her go, let her go. Our aunt heard and rushed us off to bed. Whatever it was, let Ali go. The new vessel was removed and taken somewhere else to protect us it wasn't until our aunt passed that we saw this vessel again it was this doll It's evil and has no limits to its evil. It is being held by Bobby until adopted. We believe it is demonic and takes the form of an old lady, luring you in and making you believe it is innocent. What you experience will be personal to you. It will know things about you, things you haven't told anyone. This is a tangible item. You are buying a doll only. Experiences are subject to ours and other family members' experiences. As eBay policy, you are buying a doll. <laughs> Anything that comes with the doll oh. is free. Your experiences may be different and will not be held accountable for this. Mm. Thank you. God bless. But, no, Renata, we're not finished there. No, no. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. they want to tell you a little bit about themselves. Oh, yes, go ahead. Um, but there is a, a note in capital letters. There are new sellers with accounts no more than a year old using similar wording to us and using supernatural in their name. We were one of the first online sellers of haunted items. Not haunted, they're hot, haunted. We have been doing this for years and have a global online. Online. Following, we post our evidence on our page weekly. This is Ali's account. The sisters started on cats. Cat's account is very old. Beware of new accounts with similar words to ours. We have also had someone purchase from us just to leave negative feedback as they see us as competition. Oh, How dare, dare they me? know. We were told we were too well known and too well established to be added to the trusted sellers list on Facebook page the haunted doll orphanage i quote we are keeping our list to the smaller sellers look no further we are the real deal we have been called the uk's warrens and been often mistaken for the sisters from practical magic in our pictures. Oh, yes, okay. I
2: need to see this.
1: mm, We Mm. offer a lifetime of support, and not just on our own vessels, but on any you have in your possession. A bit about us. This is all on an eBay Uh selling post. Uh Ali is a powerful psychic. She has visions of both the past and future. Ali sees spirits daily and communicates with them through visions they are showing her. She feels their emotions and helps them. Hmm. Cat is a powerful clairvoyant. She also sees visions but also speaks to loved ones that have passed and will then pass on messages. Cat can see auras around the living which shows her how they are feeling and what they are in need of. Bobby is more in the background of the sisters. Bobby is very knowledgeable demonologist who has a large collection of negative energies. Bobby is in charge of sales of the vessels that are up for adoption. Selena and Donna, its a big family, isn't oh, it? It is are part of our coven. They are powerful witches. They both help with the attachments of spirits to vessels and are both brilliant with attaching gins to vessels. Jeez, they're talented people. <laughs> oh my- Goodness. We we couldn't do what we do without them. We wouldn't be in the position we are in if it wasn't for our beautiful aunt. She taught us everything we know and handed us down her stunning Museum of Vessels. We have appeared in 2020 Cosmopolitan UK. We have appeared in several YouTube channels. We have appeared on many Facebook pages. We have a beautiful following on our Facebook page, Supernatural Sisters. Please come join us. Oh, let's all look we that We need to have a look. and yes. I ran out of time to look yes. them up and um, they actually had some, um, uh, uh, I took some screenshots of reviews that uh-huh. they'd been given.
2: How much is this doll selling oh, for?
1: Yes, that's that's what I had to give you now is that information. I'm intrigued. Um, how much do you think this doll would go for? Um, 275 pounds. Oh, you're expensive. They you want a measly 119.99 Great Bridge Pound. Oh, look. That's it's just cheap as chips for a gin two, in a vessel. I know, (laughs) i can get chin in a cheaper vessel than that um (coughs) that is approximately $212.40 but it was a little bit expensive to get it posted out here it's been another 80 bucks to get it out here so maybe you were right by the time we put the 80 bucks on there there um yeah so Mm -hmm. what do you think renata is this a paranormal trash Or a paranormal treasure Oh look I'm, I'm sticking with
2: treasure Until I look deeper Into the supernatural What are they sisters?
1: The supernatural sisters
2: Oh And their haunted museum Their haunted vessel museum <laughs> they're,
1: they're, Yes That's right They've got the, the and Museum they've got, of haunted um, vessels Bobby, Bobby's looking after The collection of negative energies mm-hmm. And in charge of sales Oh um, I hope he's got them all like You know Somewhere Safe Yeah Yeah So um, oh, I'm sure they in, in lead, lead cases and right. you know got Hollywood. But what's sort of confused me is that they've got the God bless, but they're all talking about the fact that they're in a coven. I'm thinking I'm oh, slightly confused. Yeah, I think they're a little bit confused too.
2: Yes. Now we've got talking about confusing things, we've got uh Christy's magical G <laughs> <geez>. spot <laughs> <laughs> after Christie's magical moments? Yes, yeah, so I, I hope um I do hope that Christy might have some um, some things that we can use to help with, you know. Um
1: we don't know what she's talking no. about. In other words, <laughs> got no idea. We're just going to trust well, in the Christy because you know, she's with negative
0: the vessels. Yeah, yes. maybe there's there's something that she can give us. You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. It's a segment we all wait
2: for with bated breath every week. Christy's
1: magical moments.
2: It's Christy's magical G-spot. Thank you very much, as voted by the listeners of this
1: show. But not by Christy. That doesn't matter. It's not about what Christy wants. It's about what the listeners want. (laughs) Oh, I just have to quickly shout out to Robert who went, Rock, sand. You don't have to put out the red light. (laughs) Rock, sand. Oh. Oh, I think that's funny. Are you still with us, Christy? Yes, I am. Oh, hello,
2: my gorgeous. How are hello. you?
3: I'm good. I have an amazing day. I met my niece for the first time <gasps> I today. I saw that photo. That was so cute.
2: She's so cute. As a button. She's so cute. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the uh, alignment of planets?
3: No, I believe it was only in America or something like that that you could see it.
0: Oh, okay.
3: I don't think it was visible here in Australia. No, the Southern But in any case, if it, it was, there would have been cloud cover anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's always cloud cover. Well, usual. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, what is the topic of an evening? Well,
3: like, sands through the hourglass.
2: These are the so days, of days of our lives. are days
3: of our lives. This this about-, about actually the days of the week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so each day has obviously a different magical correspondence um, that helps in any magical undertaking um, that you're doing. So we're going to start the week on today, Sunday. Mm -hmm. So things related to Sunday, so crystals to use on a Sunday are quartz crystals, diamonds, as well as yellowed-hued tones. So obviously sun, Sunday. Mm -hmm. So carnelian and amber. Mm-hmm. Um, and flowers, marigolds, sunflowers and cinnamon are uh, good herbs to you. Cinnamon and Cinnamon Like cinnamon Yeah. And Sundays are good days, the best for doing healing of your body, mind or soul, um, any decision making, insights to any problem solving, divine intervention and miracles and special friendships. Oh, oh, special friendships. Special oh. friendships. We
2: must have met
1: on a Sunday, Renata. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> hmm All right. I'm
3: special. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> uh, right. Moving right along to Monday. Monday is the moon day. Mhm. Um, so anything connected to the lunar, so colors like silver, white, or pale blue, um, pearls and opals and moonstone are all good, um, crystals to work with on a Monday. My well,
1: but husband um, keeps asking me to wear a pearl necklace on a Monday. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what that's I about. I think I just broke Renata. <laughs> with the segment. You know how this works, you just keep going.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so herbs uh, so correspond with a Monday are um, mint, anything from the mint family, <laughs> peppermint, catnip, comfrey, sage, chamomile. <laughs> will work on a Monday. And good things for Monday are psychic <laughs> endeavours or impressions, invoking power created by ideas, divine inspirational messages, and
1: healing. What is it about you, Christy, and your segment that we seem to lose our, We lose the plot every time we get to this segment.
3: <laughs> and our life stuff is completely innocent. Yep. I just don't know what happens in your mind is
1: when I start doing my segment. I have a theory that maybe we've been locked in this studio for almost two hours and it's on recycled air and we're not getting oxygen. That's all I can think <laughs> yeah, of. It's,
3: it's, it's <laughs> I'll check where, any car exhaust or um, gas heaters <laughs> around. Okay, keep going. Tuesday, keep going. Tuesday, Tuesday, I was born on a Tuesday um, and... <coughs> Crystals for Tuesdays are red things, so rubies and garnets um, and herbs such as thistles, holly um, and cacti. So you'll notice those all those sharp prickly pear plants, mm-hmm. pear plants, plants on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So magical undertaking for Tuesdays, sexual encounters. Building strength of mind and body. There's and your confidence. once a week, ladies. That's where... <laughs>
1: With a, with once a week? Good stock. God. Do it on a Tuesday. You're generous. Once a week? <laughs> Bloody hell. I've been married Tuesdays for 35 years. Tuesdays is Cactus Day. <laughs> right,
3: yeah. Moving on to Wednesday. It's the, it's
1: the little prick day.
3: <laughs> so Wednesday is a crystal day for adventurine and agate and plants such as aspen trees, lilies, lavenders, and even ferns.
1: Oh, so see, Tuesday's the cactus day and then Wednesday's the lavender day, so it's to freshen up.
3: That's right. Watch it out.
1: Yep. Uh, So Wednesdays is good for career and job issues,
3: intellectual pursuits, travel planning, and research.
2: Oh, okay. Mm.
3: Thursdays. Thursday's gemstones or crystals are turquoise, amethyst, and lapis lazuli. Oh, In I love any a bit of
1: lapis associated lazuli. Associated with honeysuckle, <laughs> I didn't even um, say anything rude. I do. I love lapis lazuli. I love it. Oh, these. Um.
3: Yes. Yeah, so honeysuckle <laughs> and even oak tree. So on Thursdays, your magical undertakings are about finances, legal matters, spirituality, and development. <laughs>
1: So it's good to run a class on that day, because that's, that's where you're going to do some work.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Friday? Yep. So Fridays, crystals are emerald and rose quartz. You could even use coral. And corresponding plants are things like strawberries and apple blossoms and caesar fuel. Oh, I like a so strawberry. On a Friday, so <laughs> you doing do anything,
1: anything I say, she's losing it. I do like a strawberry. I apologize for my co host, Christy. Oh, look, she's just off a rocker at the moment. The <laughs> glasses are fogged up too, she can't see a thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so romantic attraction, all relationships, reconciliation, physical makeovers and beautifying your environment. Oh, mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, Saturday, Saturday.
1: It's Saturn's day.
3: Saturday. So all colours black and purple. Oh, that's our day. So, yeah, Apache tears, obsidian, hematite, um, all associated with Saturday magic, um, as well as the plants such as thyme and cypress. Oh. And what can we do on a Saturday? Home-based issues, brainstorming future projects. Committing to personal goals, weight loss, oh, releasing wow. bad, things, ending any kind of relationship, etc. <laughs> so they are Saturday job. Right. To
1: do. Yeah. If you're ending a relationship, I don't think weight loss goes in the same category. Because normally, if you end a relationship, you go and sit and eat ice cream and cakes and yeah, crap. <clears throat>
3: Only for a short period of time.
1: Yeah.
2: Christy, can you put a list up of all of those days, crystals and associated bits and bobs onto um, Anne and Renata Frightfully Good, please? I will. Because I think our listeners would do well in knowing uh, a little bit more
1: about it rather than... Which day of the week to wear a pearl necklace?
0: (laughs) Please (laughs)
1: Robert's just sent us a cryptic <laughs> message oh. there. Um, now I know, ha! lapis will be included. Oh, I don't okay. know what that's no, about. I don't that. know either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds very exciting, Robert.
2: As usual, you are a fountain of knowledge, Ms Christie. Uh, where, could pe- where can people purchase items from you?
3: from spellsandspirits dot com dot I've got a Facebook page. I run meditation classes at Nelson Bay if you're in the under Newcastle Port Stevens area. And I've got a few expos coming up, but I just need to confirm those dates so you can come and visit me in person. Awesome. I have
1: a question for you, Crispy, from one of our listeners. Um, I'll just get that up. Uh, A question. I'm going into detox from marijuana. What does she suggest for me that I can do to help?
3: So not as in any medical advice whatsoever. It's totally out of my realm that St. Mary's Thistle Milk Thistle is something really good. So
2: would that be in a tea or as um, an oil or what?
3: um, It would taste awful as a tea. You can purchase it at a health food store. Mm -hmm. Um, Put
1: it in a carrier oil, I suppose, and put a few drops in it and...
3: (laughs) And I would also, yeah, definitely recommend just starting a few minutes meditation. So, you know, you have to look at if you're coming off something, then that's an addiction thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So really working on your mental part of it, Mm -hmm. as well as looking after our physical body. But, you know, the saying is true, mind over matter. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, having those affirmations and... Whatever reasons you're doing these for clearly in your mind um, as a positive thing that you're doing.
2: Okay. Thank you so much, Thanks, Christy. Christy. Well, we'll talk to you and soon. And I hope you
1: survive your friend leaving tomorrow. Yeah. No,
2: even. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you so much. Oh, bye. 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 You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, that means almost the end of the show for
2: another week, but we do have some announcements to make. Me too. Uh, so we have some tours that are coming up. Um, Wallenbae is coming up next weekend on the Saturday. We had uh, four people, unfortunately, um, cancelled.
1: So it was sold out, it guys. It was absolutely
2: sold out. Yeah, so, so jump
1: yep. in quick and grab them, because if you want to come and do a tour at Wallenbae, they'd sell so quickly.
2: Oh, and it, that Wallenbae tour is just getting better and better every single week. It's just unbelievable yeah. what we're getting through the spirit box and um, at the museum. It's just amazing. But we also have um, our sleepover event at Lochinvar coming up
1: in July. We do. So what do we have left there? Um, so the, the sleepover <clears throat> sorry, is uh, an all-inclusive event that we arrive at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and we hang out together really from 4 o'clock and then we have um, a pizza supper together and and we might make frog in the pond. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Uh, or, or spaghetti toasties. Oh, spaghetti toasties. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then we do an investigation that night. And then you get to sleep in the haunted Loch house for the evening. And uh, then in the morning, you get a hot breakfast as well. Uh-huh. Um, and that's got the convict cellar. And it's got uh, the rumours of the lady that walks the corridors. Uh-huh. And we've had the sounds of the babies crying yep, there. We've yep. heard footsteps steps clearly walking above the floor above us yeah things things get moved in the room yes and look it's sold there's the main rooms got sold quickly because we can only take 14 people and the oriental room is still available and the family room still has... Um, so the family room's a shared room. It's uh, the one with a queen bed and two singles. One mm-hmm. of the singles is gone, so there's still one single bed left and there is uh, a, a double in there, a queen, whatever it is. And then there's the room out in the servants' quarters. Now, whoever gets out in the servants' quarters actually gets to share it with us because that's where we sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're in the servants' quarters and it's a lovely... Um, Self freestanding building and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Um, so look at that up on Eventbrite. That's where it's on, and uh, grab your tickets. So the, we had to price it per room. So it's three ninety per room, but that's for two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's a fantastic evening. But we've got to get out of here. Absolutely, because. The news is coming. And we're flying to Queensland tomorrow. Yes. Ooh, you'll hear all about that
2: yep. next there'll week. they will be, be live. <laughs> okay, so we're leaving you tonight with Stevie Wonder and a bit of a superstition.
1: Stay spooky.
0: Night-nights, everyone. See you on the, dark, you on the dark side. side most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts but sometimes the facts don't give us the answer so it's time to call in Anne and Renata Spooky Sundays when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable, sometimes unconventional but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata Sunday from 8pm to Only on Newcastle Live.